As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, and thank you for joining me here on another episode of Raising Daughters. Dr. Tim Jordan here, a developmental and behavioral pediatrician. I come to you every two weeks with these podcasts, which I hope you enjoy. I decided today to talk about a concept that I developed a long time ago. And one of the reasons is because of some experiences I've had in my counseling practice. Uh, I had a dad in my office not too long ago who was really angry at his daughter because there was lots of power struggles. Uh, and she was breaking agreements, and he kept grounding her. That had no effect. So finally, he, he realized that the only th way to get her to listen was to threaten to take her phone away, because that seemed to be the only thing she responded to, according to this dad. And his words struck me. He said, I feel like that's my only leverage. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that, that phrase in the last five or ten years that taking away or threatening to take away a girl's phone is their only leverage in their parenting. In my experience, the best leverage you can have is your relationship with your daughter. And I, I have a concept I call a goodwill account. And so I would like to know, instead of thinking about what can I take away or threaten to take away from my daughter to get her to listen, I want to know even more so is how full is your goodwill account with your daughter? A goodwill account means how much goodwill is there in, in your relationship. What's the level of closeness, the level of trust, and the level of respect? If the goodwill account with your daughter is full because you've been making regular deposits to the account, then she'll be much more willing to listen, to cooperate, to work things out, and maybe most importantly, you can remain an influence in her life. If the goodwill account, on the other hand, is low because you've been making a lot of withdrawals from the account, then your daughter will not be so much, so open to having conversations. She won't trust you. She, uh, she won't feel safe to share things with you. She'll be much more likely to, to rebel and break agreements, and she's not going to probably want to spend time with you. So let me spend just a couple minutes here telling you some examples about what are uh, possible withdrawals from your Goodwill account, and also what are some good examples of, of deposits into the Goodwill account. First, let's talk about withdrawals. Uh, anytime you yell at your kids, you don't listen, you interrupt, and or spank, I think those are huge withdrawals from your Goodwill account. I saw a girl in my office several months ago who was a senior in high school, and her parents were arguing one night, and this girl decided to try and intervene to, to help them to calm down, and that really made her dad angry, and he shoved her and then slapped her across the face. She was devastated. This is a 17-year-old girl. I don't believe in spanking at any age, but in particular, when your kids are in the teen years, and particularly a dad hitting his daughter. 
that was a huge withdrawal from, from the goodwill account between those two. And I know she doesn't feel safe talking to him at all. Another withdrawal, which I think is common these days, is when parents are distracted and not fully present. One of my friends one time told me a story about how during the holidays, uh, uh, he and his, his wife and his kids were looking at old family videos. And they were laughing and joking around, and he realized, at watching these old videos, that he had taken all of those. He was the cameraman, but he had no recollection of those moments. Most of those videos were, in his, were from times when his kids were younger, when he was working on his business, he was starting a business, he was investing a lot of time and energy in developing this business. And so even when he was home, even when he was taking videos of their events, he wasn't fully there. That's a withdrawal from the Goodwill account. I know my wife and I used to do a role play in some of our classes for parents where we would have uh, one set of parents come in and pretend to be little kids who were outside playing and they caught a butterfly. Then they would kneel down in front of another adult and pretend to share their butterfly with their quote-unquote parent. What was fascinating is we would tell the parents without the kids knowing to act really distracted, to be half there and half not there. So a lot of them would pull out their phones, pretend to be on their phones. They would talk to somebody else. And we would let them do this for about 30 seconds. Then we'd stop and ask those adults playing kids, if you were a kid, how would you be feeling right now? And we would get interesting responses. They wouldn't say, I just wanted attention. What they would say is, I feel unloved, not special, not important. I feel, not, uh, I feel angry. I feel sad and hurt. Those are incredibly powerful emotions that were elicited in adults playing kids for 30 seconds. So you can imagine how kids feel when they're around adults who aren't fully there. So distracted and parents um, are parents who are giving withdrawals to their account because they're not fully present. Other examples of withdrawals, things like not apologizing when you've made a mistake, uh, being closed-minded and judgmental about them or their friends, being critical, focusing on the negative. Um, I was walking down the street with my wife uh, last summer, and I saw a dad and his daughter playing catch with a softball in the middle of the street. And my, thirst, my first thought was, isn't that awesome? This dad's playing catch. But as we walked around this little cul-de-sac where they were playing, I heard the dad coaching her constantly. Every time she threw the ball, he, he had some kind of a comment about the way she was throwing. Every time she caught a ball, he had some criti critical comment about the way she was catching the ball. And I realized she's out there wanting to be with her dad and just play catch. And he was coaching, always coaching. I think for a lot of kids, that can be a withdrawal. When their parents are attending the kids' sporting events at games and they hear their mom or dad yelling from the stands, huge withdrawal from the Goodwill account. Anytime parents break a promise to spend time with their kids, that's a huge withdrawal from the account. I saw a seven-year-old girl in my counseling practice a while back. Uh, her parents had divorced, and a year later her dad had remarried, and so he stopped seeing her very often. At first it was every other week, and then it was once a month, and then several months had gone by and he hadn't seen her or talked to her. Until one Thursday evening, he called her out of the blue and surprised her. And he said, hey, uh, how about I pick you up Friday evening at 6 o'clock and we'll spend the weekend together. I want you to, to meet my new daughter. So this little seven-year-old was jacked. and She was so excited. And so she got home from school that Friday afternoon and she packed her little suitcase and she sat out in the curb an hour early because she couldn't wait to see her dad and spend time with her dad. 6 o'clock came and he wasn't there. He was a little late. 6.15, 6.30, at 7 o'clock, she was sitting out in the curb in the dark, 
and she was devastated. She was devastated. He had promised to pick her up and to spend some time and didn't show. And so this little girl went inside of her head and started wondering, why does my dad pick me up? Why does my dad spend time with me? And her, her decisions about that were, maybe I'm not very important. Maybe I'm not very lovable. Maybe he loves his new family more than me. Maybe I'm just not good enough. So you can obviously see why that would be a powerful withdrawal from the goodwill account. The result of those sorts of withdrawals, and there's more examples as well, but the result is uh, a decrease in the trust in the relationship, the lack of mutual respect often. Uh, Kids won't feel safe to open up and share. They may not be willing to sit down with you and have heart-to-heart conversations about important topics. Uh, They don't want to come to their parents with problems. A lot of those kids, as they get older, avoid being home. I know a lot of teenagers who drive who just don't stay home very often. Uh, It's also another result is they don't want to spend time with their parents. And so there's a lack of time together, which means everybody feels disconnected. And parents lose the ability to be an influence in their daughter's lives. Let me talk for a few minutes about some examples of what a deposit into the Goodwill account might look like. Maybe one of the most important ones is time. Uh, Spending any kind of time with kids, and especially one-on-one time. Any chance you get to take one of your one of your kids out one on one and develop maybe some kind of a ritual, like I used to take my kids to breakfast before school, just one at a time, about once a month for each of them. We went, we went to the same restaurant and ordered the same stuff and just had our little booth. Um, my daughter and I used to go to bookstores, especially used bookstores, because we both loved to read. My younger son John. We found a creek uh, near our home. We used to go there and throw rocks and splash and get muddy. So I would look around and say, well, how can I spend some um, quality time, some time where I'm really fully present with each of my kids one-on-one? That's a really powerful, maybe the most powerful deposit. I'm sorry, yeah, deposit into the Goodwill account. I also think it's important as a deposit to listen, to really listen to your kids and mirror them. To say things like, what I heard you say is, you know, A, B, and C, did I get that right? Mirroring them, not interrupting, and not trying to tell them they're wrong, but just listening to what they have to say, mirror it back in your own words, and in a sense, get in their shoes and try and see the issue from their point of view. This doesn't necessarily mean you agree with what they're saying. It just means, I, I, I love you, I see you, I understand you, I'm empathizing with you, um, and it's especially important, I think, for dads to do that and not go right into fix-it mode. I think a lot of dads do that because of the way our brains are wired. So listening, mirroring, empathizing, getting in your daughter's shoes, huge deposit into the Goodwill account. Another deposit is to figure out before you come to your daughter with, with an issue you need to talk about and get clear about what you're really wanting to say. I gave a talk a long time ago at an all-girls private high school and uh, the parents and the freshman girls were together. This, this was like a month into school. And at one point, the, the girls left and went with one of the teachers, and I stayed with the parents. And I was talking about what are the things that your daughter needs? What are some challenges you may be facing? And the girls were supposed to be doing the same kind of sharing. So I had a, a, a mom come up, and she was going to transcribe. So I said, who's got an issue you want to work out with your daughter? And a dad raised his hand, and he said, I, I get really frustrated with my daughter because she's always up in her room. You know, the family's downstairs doing stuff. She's up in the room. She's got the door closed. She's like in a little cave. And so I, I want her to start spending more time with us. So before the mom could write, I said, I mirrored the dad. I said, so what I heard you say is blah, blah, blah. I said, so what's your concern about that? 
And then I said, well, my concern is that, you know, the rest of the family's downstairs and we're playing board games or we're watching movies and she's up in her room and she's never spending time with the family. And so I, I mirrored him back the same way. So I heard you say is, and I, I paraphrased, and I said one more time, so what's your concern about that? And the dad paused, hesitated, and he looked at me and he said, I guess my, I guess my issue really is I miss my daughter. I had the mom write that on the board. If he comes to his daughter with that first and talks about how he misses her, he would like to spend more time, he feels disconnected, I think he'll get, he'll get a lot further along than if he comes to her and crabs about her room. So I think that's a good deposit into the Goodwill account, is figuring out what you really want to say, what's below the crabbiness, and then express that. Um, I mentioned before about the importance of being fully present, so I'd make sure that's also part of your deposit giving. And that might look like no, no electronics at meals at home, when you're on car rides with your kids, if you're playing games, if you're out like that dad was with his daughter throwing a softball around, that you turn off all electronics, including mom and dad, so that everybody is fully present and they're looking at each other and listening to each other. I think a good way to add to your... Uh, account is to apologize anytime you're wrong, anytime you make a mistake, anytime you do something where you, in retro- retrospect, think I could have handled that differently, to go and explain that and apologize. I also think a good deposit is to share your stories. There's a lot of girls who, who tell me that they don't share things with their parents because they feel like their parents would never understand. They tend to look at us as the finished product. They see us as these quote-unquote put-together people And they didn't see us when we were 13 and and feeling awkward and insecure. They didn't see us in our days of acne and and not looking so great. So when you share your stories about times you had when you were their age, then they realize, wow, my parents went through some things that may have been similar. Even my dad's. My dad may not have gone through the exact same thing as me, a 15-year-old girl, but he went through things where he felt the same way. So maybe he can understand I'd make sure that as a deposit that you have the ability and the opportunity to have open conversations with your kids, to ask, at, you know, have them, encourage them to debate, to listen to their point of view, res- respect their perspective. Let them know there's a time and a place um, for us to debate. And then there's also a time and a place for parents to ask if their kids want some feedback. That's one of the things I, I learned in working with teenagers as a deposit into my Goodwill account with them is to always ask permission before I give advice or feedback. I'll say, you know, I have a suggestion for you. Can I, are you open? And if they give me kind of a halfway answer, like, well, I guess, whatever, I'm like, you know, I don't have to. Uh, do, you, do you want to hear some, some advice or some feedback? If they say, yeah, okay. I'll say, are you sure? And if they say, yes, I want to hear it, then I give it. Because then I know they'll listen. And they also feel respected. That's a great deposit into the Goodwill account. Anything you can do to treat your kids with respect is a huge deposit into the account. Um, I think it's really important that your discipline model is not the old um, autocratic kind of style where there's a lot of yelling and spanking and I'm the boss and do it because I said so. That a more authoritative parenting style where using reasoning and explaining is much more valuable and tends to be more of of a deposit than a withdrawal. I'd look around to give your kids opportunities to have more power more decision-making, the ability to make choices, uh, opportunities at home to be a leader, to give them more responsibility, to give them places to be valuable. Those are all ways 
to make deposits into the account. Because kids who feel that kind of empowerment, who have that kind of voice and say so in their home, are going to feel a lot more open and a lot more safe and a lot more cooperative and a lot more respected. I think when your kids get to be in, in the high school years, especially by the, the last year or two of high school, it's important that there's a transition where, where in, the, in the past when they were younger that we felt like we know what's best for them. But to me, when you're a 17 or 18-year-old girl and you're maybe only six months or a year away from going off uh, into the world or to college, I want them to start to believe that they know what's best for them. And even though parents know their kids, they've known them for 17 or 18 years, kids need to start knowing on the inside what's right for me and to start trusting themselves. And it's easier for them to do that if we start the process by trusting that they might know what's best for them, even more so than we do. That also includes, as a, as a deposit, to not treat them as little kids, even as they get older. I remember one time in a staff meeting, a camp staff meeting, we were doing uh, uh, some circles uh, time, uh, getting ready for, uh, the, the day before our camp was going to start. It was just staff at this circle. And, and so we were trying to clear the decks. Is there anything anybody needs to talk about or handle with anybody so that when the kids come, we're like all in and we are together as a staff. And a couple of the young staff who were in college, they said they had something they wanted to handle with me. And I was like, okay. So the three of us went into the middle of the circle. And what they said to me was, we've been campers since we were eight years old. And you've given us so many opportunities to, to have some say-so, to be a leader at camp. We appreciate that. We love being camp counselors. And sometimes we feel like you still look at us like we are eight-year-old campers. And I realized they were right. It was hard for me sometimes not to see them as those little kids who had started out at camp you know, eight years before. So I had to make a real conscious shift to see them as the adults that they were. That may be an important deposit for, the, for your Google account, for your daughter as well. The results, when you add these kind of deposits regularly with your daughter, the results is more mutual respect between you, that you can remain an influence in their lives, that your kids will want to, to be with you, even through those teen years. I don't believe that our, our teens need to separate from us and not spend time with us. I, I want our kids to be able to be with us, spend time with us, to ask for feedback, to be a sounding board for them sometimes. Um, I think when, our, when their goodwill account is full, they're much more willing to sit down with us and have real heart-to-heart -heart conversations and work out agreements. And they feel more safe to share things that I think you're going to want them to share. There's some big issues that, that obviously you know, come into their lives when they're in those teen years. Things about dating and sexuality. Things about um, you know, making good agreements about, about uh, curfews. Um, there's um, things about their future, what, you know, what they want to do after high school. There's so many important conversations. If the goodwill account is full, they'll be much more willing to sit down and have those. So your job, your challenge as parents, is to cut out the, the, uh, the withdrawals, excuse me, cut out the withdrawals as best you can. Nobody's perfect. And if you make a mistake, then you apologize and move on. And also to focus on making regular deposits into your Goodwill account in, in the ways that I, that I mentioned, and there's more as well. Let me finish up with a story that I think relates to this topic of Goodwill account. There was a dad one time on a Sunday morning who was sitting on his easy chair, reading the Sunday paper and drinking a cup of coffee, and he really wanted to do that. And his daughter, his young daughter, kept coming up and saying, Daddy, Daddy, can we play a game? Daddy, can we play a game? And he kept kind of putting her off and, and saying, as we do often, just a minute, honey, not now, a little bit later. Let me finish the paper. Uh-huh, just a minute. 
And so he started getting frustrated because she wouldn't uh, relent. And so he noticed in the, in the paper that there was a picture of a globe of the, of the, uh, of the world. So he got an idea. So he went and grabbed a pair of scissors, and he cut that picture of the world up into about 20 little pieces, and he gave them to his daughter. He said, honey, when you put a picture of this together, I will be willing to, to, you know, to play a game with you. And he was thinking, you know, this is going to take her 10, 15 minutes. Well, he, he sat back down, started reading the paper, and unbelievably, about a minute later, his daughter said, Daddy, I'm ready. And he, he put his paper down and looked out like, honey, and then he saw that the puzzle was actually together. And he said, honey, how'd you do that so fast? She says, daddy, it was easy, because I noticed before you cut the the picture of the puzzle, or the picture of the globe up, that on the other side, there was a picture of the family. And I realized that once I put the family together, that was easy, the rest of the world would come together as well. One of the best ways to keep your family together, one of the best ways to stay connected, one of the best ways to remain an influence in your daughter's life is to make regular deposits into your Goodwill account. I would take this concept seriously, make your deposits, and see your your relationship with your daughter blossom. Thank you for tuning in. Keep on passing these on to your friends and sharing those with whoever uh, has kids growing up. I will see you back here with another uh, podcast in two weeks, and make sure you check out my blogs that come out on the alternate weeks. Uh, You can find those on my website at drtimjordan.com. Uh, thank you for enjoying these. Thank you, thank you for coming by every two weeks. I will see you back here with another podcast on Raising Daughters in two weeks. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.